You're listening to Miss City Podcast, hosted by Lena and Daniela of Mystic Home. We created this podcast to share our passion of empowering people. We want to encourage you to find and connect with your own abilities and inner strength. Our aim is to help you breach the gap of being human and connect with your spiritual self. And by sharing our own experiences and reflections, we open up the conversation for mystical ideas and how to integrate them in our human lives. Are you ready? I am. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to Misty Podcast. Thank you. It's <laughs> like you're going to interview me. So Thank welcome, you. guys, actually. So, yeah. Fun to be here, as always. Mm. It was interesting when I came. So I'm coming to Danielle's place to record. And we're like, okay. So both of us are like, these are the ideas for the podcast. And then Danielle's like, okay, so I have two topics. But then something else happened, right? Something else happened. So before I, before Lena came, I was going to start preparing for the newsletter that I was going to send out for this week. And usually for this newsletter, I have them so that I channel stuff and I usually write it on my computer or my phone. Sometimes when I'm on the bus, by the way, mm -hmm. How nice! it's like a like waterfall of things that are coming down. Mm -hmm. When does it, and also for me when i get the sound loads i'm either walking by myself or that's when i get it when you're when you're yeah walking. when i'm walking because then there's nothing else so it's like everything is clear so i think maybe i would get it at other points but i'm not listening really does this happen to you um the other day i was walking at the cemetery which is a beautiful cemetery. that's usually super where close. i walk okay mm -hmm. super super beautiful and i was walking and I got this download and it was such a beautiful download. And it was, the thing is, sometimes the downloads come as an understanding. So it's not like, I mean, sometimes it is somebody that is talking to me mm -hmm. and that is a lot of channeling, but sometimes it's a sense of knowing. So imagine you have a concept like, um, I don't know, a mathematician, like a, philosoph a philosophic topic or even just a situation or, a, um, um, I don't know, like a word, a meaning, an emotion, whatever. And then you just know everything about it. Mm -hmm. It's just in a second, split second, mm -hmm. you do, it's a sense of knowing. So I had this sense of knowing about, I can't really remember what it was, but I was like, oh my God. And in my head, it made so much sense. <laughs> everything was so clear and I could understand the concept. And then I was like, I think I'm going to forget this. Mm. So I can't really write it because it's too broad really to write it. So I tried to record it on one of the no nose, um, note voices uh -huh. on my phone. But while I was saying it, it didn't, I wasn't able to translate it to an English language the same way. Huh. So I... Even though I was, I was recording the voice note and I was saying the things, they didn't make as much sense as they were in my head. Huh. Or I couldn't really... So you got the message in your head, but it wasn't really in a language. Is that what you're trying yes, to say? Yes, yes. Uh -huh. Thank you. Very interesting. So I have the, note, the, the voice note and I even tried listening to it, but it, I couldn't really yeah, put it into words. Hmm. Does that happen to you before? No. Maybe you have never tried it. To yeah, maybe I haven't. No, 
no, maybe not. But usually I get like insights where I'm like, whoa, why have I never thought about this before? This is, of course, this is the way it's supposed to be. Like if someone has a, an invention or something and then you see it, you're like, of course, why haven't I thought about that? Right. But I, it could happen to me with my own thing. So before I had my teacher's training, like every other weekend, it's very tiring for the people coming in. And then for me as well, like every other weekend was fully booked. And then all of a sudden I was I was taking a walk, I think, in the cemetery. And also to to note for people that don't live here, the cemetery here is like, it's almost like a park. There's so much trees and like flowers and everything. So it's not like a, we're walking around in a, creepy graveyard it sound very weird yeah they're like, like oh yeah i walk in the cemetery like, Why are they yeah about the cemetery so much? yeah no so it's a little bit different but no i it's was walking there cemetery. i love walking there the trees and the flowers and the colors and now in fall when mm -hmm. everything was changing colors i mean it's like it's very peaceful and mm -hmm. nice and, light. and that's the thing it's in the middle of the city but when you're inside the cemetery it's so quiet yeah so quiet. yeah and people go there and jog and some people like there are benches people there are, are sitting benches, there yeah. and having a coffee or yeah it feels more like a park because mm -hmm. you know before i would be creeped out by my cemeteries ever, yeah i don't think i've ever you know visited yeah. a cemetery before this one mm -hmm. i mean i had visited because maybe i was seeing somebody that yeah. asked but not because i just wanted to go and read a book or yeah go and think <laughs> and no and now it's so beautiful i don't know if you've seen it now and uh this weekend was halloween weekend so everyone's lighting the candles it's so beautiful oh, or no it's not Hall well it's halloween but it's also like the all saints um whatever hmm. so that's why people are lighting the candles in the cemetery but it's amazing you should go past it maybe today um it's so nice Okay. But anyways, go, going back to what I got. So I was walking there and then like it just came to me. I should like structure my training in a different way. There was supposed to be modules instead. I'm like, it's not like a unique thing. A lot of people are doing modules, but it never hit me that I was supposed to do it that way. I'm like, of course I'm going to do that. I'm going to put it at these dates and then it's going to look like this. It's still going to be a long training because that's what I believe in. It's still... Before I had it over seven months, now it's over five months. So the difference isn't that big, but now it's modules and it works much better. I'm like, oh my God. It was just like, okay. A sense of knowing. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know. I'm like, it's not like I sat there and thought about it. It's just like, boom. I'm like, wow. Mm. Yeah. So. So you were channeling right before so I came here. So I was going back to the beginning before Lena came. I was putting the newsletter together and usually the newsletter that I that I send out has a message that I channel and usually you know it's something that I channeled before that is in my phone like something mm -hmm. that comes like this maybe in the cemetery maybe walking maybe you know in my meditations but today I didn't have anything I mean I do have a lot of things to share but nothing is specific that I felt called in for that newsletter so I was like, okay, well, I have a few minutes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tune in and see what the message is. And what I was thinking, because I have something else wrote, uh, written about um, authenticity and about being you and about, you know, kind of, I'm sorry for the cursing, but fuck what everybody else thinks and just, you know, being yourself and, and really just 
shining in your individuality and your uniqueness and i was like maybe a message about that would be great or maybe you know about love i usually love talking about love so i was like maybe a message about love would be great so i was like okay they'll see what they have to say Uh, and when i tune in (laughs) i tune in and i was like i am channeling a messages a message for the collective and what we need at this time and then the thing that comes through is like solitude and i was like what what is that? <laughs> I'm sorry, what is solitude? I mean, not that what is solitude, mm-hmm. but I'm like, okay, what about solitude? Yeah. And the thing is, is that, you know, when it comes to channeling and, you know, how I've learned to become a better channel is to really absolutely 100% get out of the way. I remember sometimes I tried to intellectually receive the message and like translate it right away and um, maybe even... You know when somebody's talking and you're kind of finishing the words for them? Oh, yeah. I mean, I do that all the time. Yeah, I was going to say I was, I always do that and I, I'm so annoyed with it. So, yes. I remember, I'm sorry, off, trop- off topic a little bit, but my teacher, Les Leventhal in Bali, was telling me, like, why do you feel that you need to take their power away? Mm. Why do you feel that you need to save them? or that you need to protect them, or that you need to do things for them, let them finish their sentence. Let them speak. You know, because when somebody's talking, and especially when somebody's talking to me and they're struggling with English, especially Mm -hmm. now with Swedish people, I always feel like, oh, let me help you. Mm -hmm. And I remember my teacher saying, like, why do you feel the need to disempower them? Mm -hmm. Let them speak and give them the time to figure the things out and to put the words out there. Because if it would be someone stuttering, for example, you, you know, you're kind of t- taught that, you know, if someone's stuttering, don't finish their sentences because mm-hmm. it makes it worse. But it should go with everyone. With everyone. But sometimes so. people are so slow when they talk. I'm like, okay, cut to the chase. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but well, I talk really fast also. So Tell me about it. I am the queen of yeah. talking fast. I have to say it's worse when you're speaking in Spanish because I heard you on the phone. It's like, it it's is. crazy. It is crazy fast. Maybe also crazy fast because I don't understand it. But yeah, it's very fast. No, no, no. I speak really fast. And I remember sometimes when I, there was this podcast that came out with uh, Girls Globe mm-hmm. the other day. And I was listening back to the episode. And I was like, dude, you talk so fast (laughs) like it's insane and i was like oh i wish you know i had this more um um slow voice so Mm -hmm. that i can actually like hear what i'm saying but i do it so automatic yeah but the difference is when i'm teaching Mm -hmm. and this is one of the things that i wanted to say now that we we talked about yoga games not too long ago um the main thing that people say about my classes it's my voice Ah. like I just love your voice. Mm. You so do have really, a nice voice. Yeah, your teaching voice is different. It, my teaching voice is very different because I get on a different like energy, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, and then it feels sometimes that I'm not even saying the words. And this is just a little bit out there. But sometimes it feels as if I'm just using my mouth, but the words are kind of coming in mm-hmm. a different way. Um, yeah, but I have this ability to just like lower and slow down my voice. But that's not how I talk to you. No. No, that's I talk so mm-hmm. fast and to my family. Anyway, backtrack <laughs> to the message that I was receiving for the newsletter. So I tune in and the message was solitude. And then again, what I wanted to say is that I could have gotten on my way and tried to be like 
okay, I don't know anything about solitude. How am I going to talk about solitude? And I was thinking about maybe something about authenticity <laughs> or love or I don't know anything about this topic. So am I going to be able to make something up? And then I remembered, you're not making anything up. This is knowledge that is coming from divine source. So get out of the way. Don't finish their sentence mm -hmm. and get out of the way. So then I was like, okay, solitude. I hear you. I'm getting right now out of the way. And I can now feel myself getting out of the way and the information coming. Because what happens is my intellectual part, which is the one that wants to figure everything out um, and that has you know, limited knowledge gets out of the way and then this other, like, waterfall mm -hmm. comes through. Yeah, I can relate to that when I'm, I'm um, giving Reiki. Like, for a long time, I'm, I was afraid before I started a session. I'm like, what if I, I don't feel anything? What if I don't have a message for this person? And by the way, that's not the point of the Reiki. But anyways, it, it happened to me so often that then all of a sudden I thought, this is what I'm supposed to do also with Reiki. And it is today. Like I am channeling for people, but that's not why people come to me. But anyway, so I was afraid of that. But the more afraid I got, the more I was like searching for a sign or looking like looking for something. But now it's more like, okay, I'm just going to turn myself off kind of like if you think about an on and off bottom yes, exactly. so when i go in there like i turn myself off and then i turn on the reiki because it's not on all the time yeah. like i would be so tired if i was turned on all the time to like I, energy I, I feel that i feel called to say this and i think you know this is like our human um form that you know wants to take care of everything that wants to um do and 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 how do you say like perform or be in control yeah of things mm -hmm. be in control of the outcome be in control of the situation um be in control all the time and i think that we can relate in this is like sometimes when we are asked to relay on faith to relate on trusting the universe that is why our human part has such a hard time doing that why because we want to be in control mm -hmm. of things and what we don't know or what we not that we don't know but what we sometimes fail to understand is that when we don't only rely on ourselves which we are limited in a certain way we are limited if we are not connected to the universe mm -hmm. we are limited if we are thinking that we are the only ones that are creating everything around we need to remember that we are source meaning mm -hmm. we are limitless when we connect to a bigger mm -hmm. source which we are just only on our human consciousness then we are very limited mm -hmm. so and i think that this keeps on this actually is like a theme for me now where it keeps on showing up how sometimes i try to control everything in my human form and the universe telling me like daniela why are you being why are you limiting yourself why are you limiting yourself what you think you can do is only because you think you can do that but all the possibilities are possible and it does because right now this is kind of hard to to explain and i hope i make it my best into this but when we think our possibilities we are limited by our thoughts mm -hmm. but when we allow for 
limited possibilities, meaning we let not only our thoughts be a possibility, but everything else that we've never thought was even possible come through, then we are in source or in connection to everything. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you just close that off, the other opportunities. The other opportunities. Yeah, because if I'm like, nothing wrong with goal setting, but if I'm thinking, you know, I want people to come to my retreats. Okay, I can think that with my thought and do whatever I can in my power. But if I open up even wider, maybe, you know, I can even see it. But, you know, my retreat would be connected with someone else's and something bigger. And it would be like a festival, you know, I don't know, this is just making up. But but then I would I would close doors just for one to open. Instead of, okay, I unlock all of the doors and then we'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, so in, in this comes together in the sense of when we are channeling, sometimes of this information that comes is not information that we already have. It's information that in the human conscious is not there yet. So meaning when I channel, I channel things that probably I don't know. Mm-hmm. But if I only, if I limit myself to the things that I know or that I think that I know only, then I'm limited mm-hmm. by that knowledge. But if I step back and I allow all the knowledge that is available to me that I don't already have, I'm open to more. But this goes back to what you just said a minute ago when you got the message that you couldn't put into words. You know, you couldn't put it into a language that was English or you couldn't you know, share it in such a way because you got a message in a different way. Mm-hmm. Within you, you received it differently, but it doesn't mean you didn't receive it. Exactly. So when I opened, and like I said, this is a theme for me lately that they're showing me that sometimes I get in my way. And I was sharing this on my Instagram the other day, now that you shared about when people come to you and you, you are, get scared about messages. So a person comes in to see me and my, you know, the way I'm channeling and the way I'm opening up is changing so much lately, which I'm really excited about all the changes that are happening. But I also sometimes get on my way and, and all the, how do you say, all the struggles or all the stumbles upon are ways for us to evolve. Mm-hmm. And I want to share this. So what happened was that this person comes in and we're sitting there and I was like, dude, where are the messages? Like, I'm not getting anything. This person is talking in front of me and I'm not getting anything. And the thing is, when somebody comes in, even before before they come in to have a meditation and I already know around what topics mm-hmm. we're going to talk about, what layers we're going to talk about. And sometimes I get more information than others. Sometimes it's very subtle and sim- simply they say, just listen to them or talk to them about this or, you know, it's very, very subtle. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think I really got anything before. So I was like, okay, I'm going to keep open, you know. Um, I try not to have an agenda. And every one of my sessions are so different that if I had an agenda, I mean, this couldn't be possible. So I was like, I'm going to keep it open. So then he's sitting next to me. And usually when I'm sitting with a person, I, I already feel like I'm in another, like it's in like another dimension. I feel like I'm another radio station. And what they're saying is not really received by me, but is received by the whole universe. It's really interesting the way it goes. And I have people, or not people, these beings who are usually talking behind me. So I hear their voices or there's a sense mm-hmm. of understanding. This, guy, this person is talking in front of me and I'm like not receiving anything. 
I'm like, uh, hello, where is everybody? Where is the energy? It's like, what is happening right now? And then You're I'm like, like, I lost it. I yeah. lost it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not connected. <laughs> and then I remember like, we're always connected. Mm. We're always connected. It's just our mind that, you know, likes to, to make these things up. But anyway, I was like, okay, so what do I do? Do I make things up? Do I give him my opinion? Because, you know, I, I, I proud myself of saying that when you come to me, you don't get my personal opinion mm-hmm. um, really at all. Because usually what I think is very different to their messages. But anyway, I was like, should I say my personal opinion? Should I make something up? And then I was thinking like, wow, really, like I, I must receive messages because I don't know how to make things up. Like, I don't know how to make anything up at this moment. And all this is happening in my head while this You're, person is talking. Is he, he's talking. Are you even listening? You're like, oh, wow. It's crazy how your, yeah. your brain can do yeah. multiple things. Yeah. But yes, I was listening and I was also like, I don't get any anything back from what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And then in my head, I'm like, I mean, is this going to be the first time I have to make something up? And like, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no. I was like, Maybe no, he no, just no. needed to talk. Yes, but I was freaking out for some reason. Yeah. But this is something that you stumble upon and you could see it as, oh, there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Or you can see it as, what am I being taught right now? Mm-hmm. And what is he being taught right Mm -hmm. now at this moment? So I told him, okay, I'm not getting much. So we're going to just make something up. (laughs) We're going to move to energy work and I'm going to try to connect and see what's going on. Mm. Um, I'm going to give you energies and we're going to continue on. So then right before I started doing energy, energy work, um, I connected, I not connected again, but I, I took a moment and I said, okay, what is going on? What am I, what do I need to learn from this? What does he need to learn from this? What is really going on? Mm-hmm. Can you show me in form of love? So then what happened was that they showed me that I was getting on the way, that I was trying mm-hmm. to control the situation. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to control the way the messages came through, mm-hmm. meaning if they came through voice, if they came mm-hmm. through a sense of knowing, if they came... Um, through visions and I was not only controlling the way it was going to come but I was controlling also um, what messages were coming through mm-hmm. because I was asking exactly for mm. what he was talking about yeah and I'm like what why are you getting on the way mm-hmm. and if you get on the way we're not going to give you anything because we can't mm-hmm. so then they said you don't need to do anything in fact you're doing way too much mm-hmm. so can you move aside so that we and all the knowledge that is already here available to you and available to him can come through you're like okay and i was like okay sorry sorry (laughs) but it's you know you're like no yes but these lessons come in such a beautiful way that it is lessons so Mm -hmm. you feel sometimes of you know as a lecture but they they feel you with love Mm -hmm. And they make you be more compassionate about like, oh, I'm sorry I was doing this and I see myself for doing that and I understand why I was doing that because I'm human. Yeah, but it's a great reminder that you have to be humble. Yes, absolutely. So then the second, seriously, the second I was like, got it. Thank you so much. Mm. Everything like Mm. like a flow of information Mm. of his body. Also, I want to say this and I, I think it's very interesting that we talk about this because I haven't told you this. They were saying that every person receives different messages. 
So the way I, because I have so many psychic friends and they mm-hmm. receive so many different messages. Like some of them are like, oh, I predicted this thing that happened or, oh, I told her she was going to meet her best friend and I told her she was going to meet her husband. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have so many friends that see different messages mm-hmm. or like, oh, I told her this, I told this woman that she had cancer and in fact she did, you know, and I help her, mm-hmm. you know, get to the doctor and I hope I help her do this. Mm-hmm. So we all receive messages so differently. And sometimes the game of comparison comes in. Mm. So we start to compare, oh, she did this. Then Mm -hmm. why did I get that Mm -hmm. message? So also what they showed me there in that session was, Daniela, everybody uniquely receives different messages that needs to be delivered in different ways. Your uniqueness and your way of seeing messages are not the message that you were trying to control that were coming in. So the way you see messages is that you read the body. Mm-hmm. we tell you what's happening right now in their different layers mm-hmm. and then that's the way so don't why are you expecting to get other messages that are not the messages that you are intent mm-hmm. or meant to receive mm-hmm. so i was going to tell you this because when i go to you your messages are super different than my messages mm-hmm. yeah and the way you read the body and the messages that come through uh like when you tell people about or when you told me about um the herbs and the scents and the things is so interesting like i don't get that at all it's very interesting and i don't even know why i get it Mm because it's not like i i know a lot of things about this in my you know everyday life but it would be really ridiculous for you to try to like be like oh now i want to get the messages in a different way or well i mean you could get the messages in a different way but you try to control and be a different type of yeah no i don't care actually Great. That yeah. <laughs> anyway, me, I was learning mm-hmm. um, to get out of the way. But it's also interesting. So like you said, if one person would get messages in all different ways, all of a sudden it's like, would you be like a Jesus or a Messiah or whatever? <laughs> like it would be too much like for one person to do everything. We're going to come into that later. Like with one person cannot do everything. We, mm-hmm. we are a part of everything. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So. Back to the channeling. Back back to the channeling of this email, the messages that I wanted to send out for the newsletter. So again, I've been really learning on how to get out, how to get out. So when I when I heard the word solitude, I was a little bit like, what? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to go. So I had my computer in front of me and I was going to type whatever was coming through. Um, Is that usually how you do it? You write it down or do you auto- do automatic writing like by hand or on the computer? I do it in very different ways. Okay. I do it sometimes in the computer if it's right there in front of me or mm-hmm. I like to do it in bed, automatic writing right mm-hmm. before going to bed. Um, yeah, it comes different. Okay. Sometimes I don't write anything and I know that I'm probably going to forget because these things are not me, but I, I trust that somewhere within my soul that mm-hmm. they are stored and mm-hmm. that I, you know... The information doesn't have to be stored in my intellectual, brain, mm-hmm. intellectual, you know, that the information can just be there. Mm-hmm. So. But this isn't, I told actually, I had Reiki with a friend on, on Friday and I made sure, because it's always a little bit different when you do it with someone you know, because mm-hmm. you want that person to be comfortable. And when you leave that room, everything should be the same way, even though, you know, I might get very personal messages or whatever it is, or, you know, just being there with someone's body. Mm-hmm. But so I said, you know, and this, I'm grateful for this. But, you know, as soon as I've said something, I don't I don't remember it. Like, I don't write it down. I don't do anything. I just say it. And then as soon as I said it, it's like it's almost like it's 
wiped out of my <laughs> consciousness. Like I just say it because someone else needs to hear and then it's like, okay, bye. <laughs> Not like that, but you know, I don't remember it. Yeah, you know, if I now it's like a week ago or not even, but I can vaguely remember kind of what it was about, but not really. Mm-hmm. And two weeks from now, I probably have forgotten it all. So if you come back to me for another Reiki session, like I won't remember what I said the first time. So I might say similar things if you haven't worked through it or yeah, whatever. It's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the message that came through, which I wanted to share with you guys, um, I think I think it's interesting too for people to hear like what it might sound like or look like when you've channeled a message. Yeah. Like this is for you. It might be like we said, it might be different for different people. I don't do this. Like I might get a little bit of a message or Mm -hmm. something, but. But some of these things, just know that when I'm reading the message, just know that um, some of these things are not for your intellectual mind to comprehend. So it's more about just for you to like feel in the words um, and to be with that frequency of the words. And, and different people will interpret it in different ways. Absolutely. Because it's such a big message. It is. So here's the message, you guys. And when I write this, I write it and I mean, I can barely, you know, the writing gets really weird and there's no punctuation and stuff like that. So it could be a little bit, but I'm going to try my best to make sense of it. Okay. Solitude. And the idea of being alone, which is just but an illusion of the soul created by other consciousness. You're not alone because you're a part of creation. In fact, you're everything at once. Meaning, you can never be alone and the idea of separation simply does not exist. If you are divine in nature, how can you be separated from all divine things, which are in fact all things? Aloneness can only be created by human consciousness in an attempt for seeking attention which is no needed because you would receive all the attention if you were to just simply honor the divine being you are. Aloneness does not exist. If you understand this, then you understand that everyone around you is part of something you have been through or will go through because it is a mirror of your divine constitution. Aloneness does not exist you are interconnected by particles of creation that actually makes it quite impossible to separate from a global perspective if you feel alone my dear today remind yourself that you are creation in human form and therefore are connected to all living things you do not need to be alone in this human experience in fact you are not supposed to be in you were not supposed to be that is why you are created as one with everything aloneness does not exist yet for all you are here to accomplish can only be accomplished as a collective aloneness is a game humans play they play when they are confused and they have forgotten their hum- their true nature you are free Therefore, you are not alone because union and understanding of truth gives you all you are seeking for when you thought aloneness was that route to go. If you, if only you could know how much your suffering affects the others, therefore your joy because it's, it is meant to be shared collectively. Aloneness is just but an illusion and a game that humans play. 
because it feels as if sometimes that is easier than the truth of being one with everything and connected to the whole. Yeah, well, the end. The end. Okay. Yes. Not to be interpreted or anything and, you know, pick and choose because it's, you know, it's a long message and I think within this message, it's many messages for for different people. But I think one thing that got to me is this thing about, you know, now I want to go in a little bit to, you know, just the human life and aloneness. But many times we don't think about it, but by being by ourselves or alone or feeling lonely is more so excluding that including other people. Mm-hmm. So if I would just sit at home and feel like, oh my God, I'm so lonely. I don't have anyone to hang out with. You know, I don't have any friends or whatever it might be. Then I'm not creating, like I'm not opening up to the opportunity of meeting people. Instead of thinking... And you're not letting others connect no, to you either. No, because you close that door. Yeah. If I'm just inside in my apartment closing that door and feeling like, oh, I have nothing to do, no, no one to be with. And usually what happens, and I think it was part of the message as well, is you are closing that door in the first place because you think you are not connected to other people. Mm-hmm. You are closing the doors because you think that you are not what you are. Mm-hmm. Because that you think that you are the only one experiencing mm-hmm. whatever is it that you're going through. Mm-hmm. But what they're saying is that we experience everything as a collective. Mm-hmm. So meaning what you are going through, it's not new. Somebody at some point has gone through it mm-hmm. or somebody at some point is going to go through it. Mm-hmm. Meaning when you close that door in the first place and you think you're alone, then you're being a little bit of like, how do you, not arrogant, but a little bit like saying, then you're saying that you're the only one mm-hmm. who is not no, part yeah. of creation. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And it's like, how can you be the only one who is not part of creation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing like, oh, I'm so different. No one likes me because I'm different. It's like, then you're saying that. It's not other people saying that. Then you're right. putting that on yourself. You're putting yourself down mm. instead of the other way around. But I mean, you know. sometimes, like, I feel that, you know, this feeling of alone is this feeling of nobody can relate to me or nobody is there for me. It's like, that is, like you said, it's only, it can only be humanly conscious who is mm-hmm. making these statements mm-hmm. because the idea that there is not somebody in this planet and i mean we are a lot of people mm-hmm. that can relate and that will be willing to be with you and to support you i mean that's like a big lie there mm-hmm. right because there's like so many people on this planet who are willing to be there for other people mm-hmm. and not only be there but connect mm-hmm. because that's our true nature yeah i think that's what you know why we had such a strong drive to create what we want to create like building a community and you know bridging this gap of being human and also having spiritual experiences in different ways but just finding someone else to connect with because it would be easy for us to say like oh no one else understands and not talking about this you know we're at different levels with it and work with it in different ways but it's like okay your experience is different from mine but i can understand you 
Exactly. Because perhaps I'm not there yet or I had been there. Yeah. But at some level, we are related. Mm -hmm. You know, because everything is. And I think also it's interesting to say that like you're suffering. They were saying about you're, you, you, you understand that you're suffering. Um, how was it that they were saying? Like they understand that you're suffering, you know, how much it affects other people, mm -hmm. how much it affects the collective as much as your joy, like how much your joy affects mm -hmm. the collective. Mm -hmm. Meaning when we are the beam of light, uh, we're not only, you know, expanding our consciousness and then bringing you know love and light to our own experiences but in fact because we're supposed to do this as a collective then we are irradiating mm -hmm. you know irradiating to those who get you know to be around us so when we are you know in pain and or saying you know um um I'm not worthy of, you know, other people. I'm not worthy of this. Then that is actually what you're telling those people too mm -hmm. to be us. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a very interesting, I think it's a long message. And there's a lot of things that you can get out of the message as well. And it's really beautiful that you just said that that's pretty much what we're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. Trying to lift the veil of illusion that we are. Because the thing is, like, a lot of people are like, oh, you're different and be unique. And then now we're saying, well, we're not really different. We are together. But there is... There is this thing about we when we say oneness, we are oneness, meaning we are part of each other. But mm -hmm. as if let's say you have a body and you break that body as you've shattered a mirror, mm -hmm. every part of that mirror is going to have a different form. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that when you put the mirror together or when you put that body back together, it's going to look like one piece. Mm -hmm. So each piece that got shattered. It's very different. And that's your uniqueness. Yeah. That's how we were saying, I receive different messages. I work differently, <laughs> all these things. And we should really um, embrace that uniqueness. But if we see it, when they were saying also seeing it from a global perspective, meaning seeing it from like high above, it means that all those pieces, as different as they are, when they come together, they are mm -hmm. one. So they are connected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good way of describing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So when have you felt the most alone in your human life? Hmm. Very interesting. Um, this was um, my first panic attack. Mm -hmm. um, having a fight with my sister and my mom. Mm -hmm. And I was remembering that I, I was I was remember I was in a corner and I was crying in a corner. Um, and I felt so separated in a sense of I knew that my mom and my sister saw life so differently mm -hmm. and then I knew that you know there were only I think everybody is only seeing we're not this is what I think we all seeing the best that we can mm -hmm. so we only know we don't know better right we yeah. know what we know and that's how we act on things mm -hmm. so I knew that that's what they knew better and that's what they thought was right mm -hmm. Um, and I also knew that what I think is right is what I think is right for me. And that's mm -hmm. what I know better. Mm -hmm. So I felt disconnected and because I couldn't relate to the way they saw things. Mm -hmm. um, and I also felt alone because it's like your cocoon is, is your family, oh, is yeah. your core, mm -hmm. right? And when you don't connect, and back then I didn't understand that you didn't have to think the same. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that I could forgive them or accept their point of view and accept my point of view and mm -hmm. still coexist. Mm -hmm. So then 
what I was feeling separated then was because I thought that we couldn't coexist and that they couldn't ever understand love me and mm-hmm. understand me mm-hmm. because I was so different. Mm. So and I felt also very lonely because because I was like, well, who is right and who is wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that was a very lonely space. But I think it was all my human consciousness because, like I said, I didn't understand that we could co-create. Mm. And I didn't understand that nobody needed to be right and nobody needed to be wrong. Mm-hmm. That they have their journey and I have my journey. And that these things needed to happen for us to see where we were and how different we were to have the opportunity to accept each other. Mm. And it's not the thing that happened, you know, after that happened right away. And, it, you know, it took years for it to help come about. But... Yeah, that illusion, that se- illusion of separation was what made me feel so, so mm. lonely. And I thought, well, if I don't have my mom and my sister, then who I have? Mm. Who do I have? Mm-hmm. I mean, I had David and, you know, he's always been my rock and everything. But but I felt really alone at that point. Mm-hmm. Can you see things differently now? Like you can, but can your family see things differently? Absolutely. Do they understand it too? Like that you're just going to be different? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How Absolutely. nice. That's good. Yeah. And again, it's not something that happened, you know, I mean, this was years ago. So it's not something that happened overnight, no. but it's definitely, I, I feel that it's like a purpose or, or like a big teaching for us to grow, not only me, but my sister and my mom and for all of us to kind of be able to accept and see through the eyes of love. Mm-hmm. I, I actually do believe that when we come in to, you know, our life, you know, we have, there's... Not just that we have like a dharma, a purpose, or things like that, but we also come together with people where there's a lesson for us, for our soul in this lifetime that we are going to work together. And, you know, maybe this was yours with your family, like Mm -hmm. accepting differences. And maybe that lies, you know, many lifetimes back and you had a different relationship. And now this is coming into this lifetime. Mm -hmm. You know, I also believe in in that that you're coming back and your soul is supposed to evolve, mm-hmm. kind of. So absolutely. So yeah, that was my alone mm. time. What about yours? I think it must have been when I moved back to the states for my masters, because then you know I didn't have you know the other times when I went there, I went there was a group and we all lived in the same place. Now it's like, okay, I had to come there. I had to look for an apartment. And there was one one girl I chatted with online that was going to go to my school and we we're going to live together, but she was crazy. So I'm like, okay, I don't want to live with her. Yeah, she was really cuckoo. So I'm like, okay, this is not going to be good. So then I actually had, you know, one of my very good friends, she was, she was still there. So she and her husband lived in a house I could stay with them in the beginning. And they're like, oh, we don't have a good feeling about this person. I'm like, no, I know. But then I was also desperate. Like I had to have someone to live with or like find an apartment. But then finally, like everything worked out. Like I found an apartment on my own and everything was great. And then I started school. So I got my, you know, my friends in school and all of that. But still, like some of the people didn't live in the city. They... They were engaged or they had their lives. And then, you know, that I think that's when I felt a little bit alone because, you know, my family wasn't there. You know, my close friends wasn't there. And just like 
the feeling of not having anything to do. It's like it's not like I go out in in the evening in DC. Like oh hey, let's hang out like people. But uh, then I got my cat Nelson, so I always had some company because I did feel alone. You got Nelson in the states. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So after that, I was never alone anymore. Cool. Mm -hmm. But again, like you can choose to be alone. I could have been sitting there like moping around. Well, I got a cat, so I never felt alone. And then also, you know, I had friends from school, but that's just one type of group of people. Mm -hmm. So then I went to soccer tryouts. So I started playing soccer and I got some friends from there. And then, you know, after a while I got into to yoga much more. And that's where my yoga journey really took off. And then, you know, yoga was my whole life. Mm -hmm. And then I met all my friends that became like close, like family. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, that was for a while there where I'm like, okay. Because it's hard, like being in a new place, you don't know how things work and you don't want to be a burden of other people. And, you know, many times I think people are waiting to be invited to things instead of just invite you themselves. Yes, absolutely. It's very interesting with that. I think that goes for everywhere. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like, okay, oh, I'm never invited to anything. It's like, well, have you invited people over? Like, yeah. Have you started what you want? Yeah. 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 And I remember also when I moved back from the States to Sweden, there were so many things I was complaining about. Because, you know, I was really sad having to leave the States because I didn't want to leave. So then I'm like, oh, everything is better there. You know, you can go out in the middle of the week and, you know, have a glass of wine or go to dinner. And, you know, everything is easy. And whatever it was, like I said, like all the things were better there and here everything was so structured and it's just a weekend you hang out with people and all of that and then after a while i'm like why do i say that like well i can just change that i can ask someone to go out for a glass of wine in the middle of the week why exactly. couldn't i like and if that's not possible i have to create those things that do not that that i find missing here yeah so i really took that with me like okay but then don't complain create it yourself then uh-huh and then, of course, like, yeah, the culture is a little bit different. It's not like everything is open very late here in the middle of the week. But still, you know, invite people over on a Wednesday for dinner. You don't have to wait until Saturday. But in my head, I'm like, this is the way it works here. Yeah. Why? Mm -hmm. It's like... Limiting. Yeah. So don't create your own loneliness. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. Word. Indeed. <laughs> Solitude. <laughs> What is that? I wanted to do like... Trum, trum, yeah, exactly. Okay. Maybe um. we can add that sound. <laughs> well, thank you guys for, for being with us. Um, always find us on Instagram. Find us on a Facebook group. We have a um, Facebook community that's called Mystic Home Community. as a Facebook group where we want to bring people together to, you know, share, to have a platform to share, to be, to meet like-minded people um, and to talk about anything from mysticism to humanity to just everyday stuff yeah um, so come and join us and maybe invite someone for a glass of wine in the middle of the week why not why not Absolutely. why not <laughs> why not that's really good yeah oh, so creative. <laughs> okay have a wonderful rest of your day you guys bye bye
Thank you so much for turning into Misty the Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know your thoughts. Leave us a review and share it with your friends who might benefit from this conversation. 